0: Welcome to T Doldit. Oh, I'll do it again. Welcome to T Doldit. Oh, what the
1: fuck?
2: <laughs> You're <laughs> talking good with
1: hey. me, bro. <laughs> yeah. Hey, drink some more beer. <laughs>
0: Welcome to TD Podcast. Uh, we're here with B in the building, K Morgan. We've got special guest, Johnny, the kid, Kavembo, Munoz Jr. Munoz Jr., sorry. Um, <laughs> He's going to beat your ass. I know. I, I <laughs> tried to, we just talked off air about his not fucking up his nickname. Then I fucked up his last he name You fucked up it. his last name. What's God going America's, on, man? How you
3: doing? Doing great, man. Appreciate sure you guys having me here today.
0: So tell us a little bit about that background with the nickname. How, how did that come about? How did you get that nickname?
3: Yeah, so... Uh, Everyone always asked me that, of course. So K- Kavimbo is actually my middle name. Okay. It's, uh, so my dad's John, he was born John Munoz, but got adopted like at an early age. And he ended up becoming John Kavimbo. So this is adopted last name. Okay. And uh, the Kavimbo family, they're from here, but originally from uh, Norway. So it's a Norwegian last name. And so like, you know, it's unique. Anyone that has Kavimbo in the United States, they're related to us, obviously not by blood, but like through by law or whatever you want to call it. So it's like the Kavimbo name is very small. Anyone that has it, like they're linked to us somehow. So uh, that's in my middle name. So I just feel like I just honored it, Kid Kavimbo. At the time, I was like the younger grandkid at the time. So I thought like, oh, Kid Kavimbo sounds kind of cool. And uh, like, they always call me Kid, Kid. So it just kind of stuck. And uh, it's just unique, you know? But my my last name is Munoz, Mexican. So I have the Mexican last name. But I'd like to honor Kavimbo just for everything they did for my dad. Yeah. And uh, it was just a r- real cool story. So it's,
2: it's much respect. That yeah, that's right.
3: kind of a unique
0: situation where most guys, you know, they have their nickname. Like, yeah, someone just gave me that nickname. I just rolled with it. Yeah. Where yours yeah. is like, you know, you kind of like no, I really. Pick, I picked it. I'm going to honor this. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Yeah. Sweet. That's awesome. So uh, tell us a little bit about your background. How did you get into fighting? You know, what got you into it? And um, how would you get to where you are now, which is in the UFC?
3: Yeah, so like. My story begins like a kid that hated Jiu Jitsu. I started off with Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, fucking hated it, man, like, it, was, it was terrible. Uh, my dad was training, like started training in 93. Uh, he taught out of his garage and there's like a lot of people were coming in. Like, I remember as a kid seeing Torts Ortiz going there, Quentin Rampage, Jackson. I didn't know who these guys were at the time. Uh, but yeah, so like my dad wanted me to train so I could develop self-confidence if I was out there with other kids playing, I knew how to defend myself, I do not get bullied. So, you know, I did it, and I was just going, I don't want to do this. Like, I always cry to try to get out of it. My <laughs> my dad was not like a lot of these parents. Like, he just, no, like, you're going to do this twice a week. It's exercise. It's good for you. Right. You don't have to fight. You don't have to compete in jiu-jitsu tournaments you just got to commit twice a week. And like his whole thing was like, he's a parent, he knows what's best for me.
1: True,
3: true. And so I was like, I knew like I couldn't get out with my dad because you see some kids, like they kind of push their parents to a certain limit where they know, okay, if I do this, my parents just ease up on me. I see it nowadays all the time. Like, with me, like, I knew, like, fuck. Like, I was like, I'm scared of my dad. Like, I, I can't mess with this dude. So, anyway, so I was like, fuck it. So, in my, in my head as a kid. So, I just trained twice a week. And I was always, like, the only kid going with adults. So, it was, like, not very fun for me. And then, like, other kids would start coming in, but they were a little older. And I'd beat them up. And then I, I, the more I was doing, I was like, man, I'm getting kind of good at this. Nice, nice. So, it just be, kind of became... Kind of just complacent about it mm-hmm. and then i would go with my dad everywhere because my uh parents like their schedule work schedule was very opposite in the mornings i'd be with my mom uh nights i'd be with my dad uh so yeah i'd go with them to watch uh, at buddy's house to watch fights pride fight and ufc so you know just watching the fights i remember seeing rampage fight mm-hmm. and i saw like, oh, i seen that guy in my garage <laughs> <laughs> so it was like cool and then i seen him, he slammed Ricardo Arona. I don't know if you guys remember yeah, that. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. Crazy, and I was like, man, I look so cool. And, like, Japanese fans of the way I, they are about, like, entertainment and stuff, you know. So I was like, man, I want to do that one day. And I think when I, I was watching the fight at the time, I think I was, like, eight, nine. So this was a couple years after I started training. Started training at five. Wow. And then I was like, man, I want to do this one day. And then my dad was like, well, oh, we did a KISS camp fight. And uh, he's a bit, I, he, he said, but you stick with jiu-jitsu, worth striking. Maybe start doing jitsu tournaments uh, to get that competitive experience, and then we'll go from there. But he never really pushed me to compete. It was something I wanted to do, and uh, I, I'm I'm very thankful for him and even my mom for not letting me quit, making me do it because then I ended up finding the love for it later. And then now I'm in the UFC, living my dream, and it's always something I wanted to do, fighting the UFC. And now I'm here doing it, so. I'm very thankful for my parents for not letting me quit. So it's just a message to all like parents out there, never let your kid quit. You never know what they might find. They might find a passion in this or who knows, they might meet somebody that leads them into a better passion that they might like. Yeah. No,
4: that's awesome. It sounds like your dad's like a really big influence on kind of your career and your success. What was, what was his background? So obviously he kind of started this gym in your guys' garage. Was he training kind of offhand? Did he compete? And how did that kind of form kind yeah, of the two like, of you?
3: My dad, he originally started as a boxer, so a lot okay. of people don't know that. He started boxing at 13, like did boxing and all that. And I think around 90, 92, I want to say, somewhere around there, uh, or like 91, 92, he, he got into Kung Fu and uh, he was doing it, but he was kind of like, man, this doesn't work, whatever. <laughs> and he's just like coming from a boxing background. And... uh. Like they did a little sparring, but he just messed a lot of guys up. And, you know, <laughs> boxing is just like very hard physical. And, like, kung fu, I mean, there's some, probably some great arts of it, but, like, it's a little watered down over here. So he was doing it, but one guy was kind of doing jujitsu to the side. He was kind of like, what is that? And uh, the guy that was showing it acted like he was some, like, God doing it. <laughs> and then my dad ended up doing his own research, got a uh, thing, went to Hoyce Gracie's gym. Then he bought a couple of the Gracie in action DVDs. That Those were the DVDs where if you watch uh, the Gracie's like beating up people on the beach in Brazil, mm. the really challenging other martial arts on jiu-jitsu. So he was like, man, I can't believe what I'm watching. Like he was watching that. And then he's like, I need to do that. Like my dad's very like, n- not a violent guy in a good way. Like he just likes that, <laughs> that, uh, that physical like combat stuff. So whatever, he went to the Gracie gym and beat beat a few like uh, the beginners and then finally they stuck a dog on him and he got, he got his ass kicked and he was like fuck he's like, i need to do this so that's what made him learn he couldn't believe like these little like jiu-jitsu guys weaker guys are able to do all this stuff to bigger larger opponents so he got into it and then started training in costa mesa under joe Moreira. and then my dad uh, started doing his own thing in the gym and then the rest is history man nice.
0: that's awesome so now what age did you know like- Okay, I have a really shot, real shot at being special at this. You know, like you said, you know, you kind of did it for fun for a while or for exercise, per se. Um, Obviously, with such a good trainer and your dad growing up with, you know, you probably had that mindset of like, I I can do this professionally. But what age were you like, well, I'm going to be able to really
3: do this? I think I would probably say 11. It was like 2004, 11. I don't know. I just always visualized myself doing it, visualized myself as a fighter. Uh, like fighting, I've I always visualized myself being a 185 or I don't know why, <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't work out, but I'm glad I'm, I like the size I am. Yeah. Cause like 185, I don't know, that just seems like boring. Like I like the lighter weight classes, uh, but yeah, I always visualized myself fighting around that time and just how I'd walk out the arena, how I'd fight. So I kind of always knew like, I, I'm i gonna do it. Like And now I'm doing, I still got a long ways to go. So like this is just one step in in the road that I completed, and I got uh, other things I want to accomplish. So,
0: so ten one and one professionally, um, T- ten and one yeah, ten and one yeah. sorry, ten and one professionally. Um, take us through that pro tour. You know, where were you we fighting those pro fights at? Was it all over the country? Um, what organizations kind of did you get
3: started with? Yeah, so I, I started out with King of the Cage, uh, pretty respectable organization. Uh, you know, everybody there's with mma it's a crazy start like when you're starting out there's different paths you could take i'm very fortunate to fight king in the cage it's a respectable organization like there's other shows out there where it's not sanctioned count on your record but I like to call them pad pat up shows where guys go in there just to pad up the record and you're literally fighting dudes from the stands like is, is, yeah is, no it,
2: I've I've been to some of those like they, they just throw haymakers yeah. like, <laughs> they, get, they get absolutely demolished it's one yeah, dude yeah, that yeah, knows a little bit what are yeah. Doing yeah. he's doing oh snapped. no just swoops a takedown just yeah. like, yeah, didn't crazy, throw a, a single punch oh, yeah like,
3: all right. you could be going there with your buddies I'm gonna go watch this fight. They offer you 500 bucks. Your buddies motivate you. Like, oh hell yeah! You go in there. No you don't even way. know you're fighting a killer. You get your ass kicked. There's so like, there's way. so many of those. That I th- to me, that's kind of like <laughs> fucked up. But, but so for me, like I fought King of the cage, and everybody I fought sanctioned. So I never fought any of those like, <laughs> Joe Smos that don't know yeah. anything. Those fans <laughs> off the stands. So like for me, like it was always like a a battle. Like, I, won, I won a lot of my fights finishes. But like, it was great to know that like, I'm beating guys that like train, you know, they're, they're fighting and they, that kind of stuff. They have a passion for it yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah, so they're trying to make make some out of their career too. So I started King of the Cage. I always fought uh, California, like Ontario Citizens Bank or Toyota Arena now, uh, Las Vegas. And I fought in Parker, Arizona and then lost Vegas, Nevada. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was still, oh, and I fought in Oregon one time as well. So I've always kind of been on this side of uh, the United States. And uh, San Diego fought there as well. But I've always been with Team the Cage from the beginning of my career, all the way till I hit the UFC. You know, I won the uh, belt there, 135 pound belt there. And then, uh, yeah, it was a great organization. They were, they really, uh, it was a great place to kind of make a name for myself and fight in front of a lot of people. It was Toyota Arena. I don't know if you guys ever been in there. It, was, uh, it has that UFC feel. Like you're in nice. there, you walk out, you're like, holy shit, like there's a bunch of people here, like the stands. The arena is like very professional. It's not like a small arena, mm-hmm. so I felt like that was great for me because, I, the UFC, there's a bunch of people. Obviously, my debut wasn't the debut I expected. Yeah, with right. COVID and all this stuff. I don't think anyone expected this to happen mm-hmm. this year. So, but yeah, I'm used to fighting in front of big people. So when it all gets back, it'll be it'll be cool to do that again. Yeah. No, I love
4: you talking about kind of your roots back in the day, but getting into kind of your UFC call. You know what I mean? We talked about it, you've already made your debut. Um, what was that getting that call? Like, you know, and what happened? Did your like manager give you a call? I was like, Hey, Dana White wants to make this happen. Like, how did that go? And how, you know, what were the emotions that you were feeling, you know, coming from 11 years old when you were saying like, I think I can do this to getting that call. How was that emotion? walk us through that?
3: No, it was a good feeling. It was one of those like, Oh shit it's happening. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, uh, and that, that was in, uh, that was a day before the, the weigh in like literally wow. like yeah, no way. It's one day. So I only had a day notice. Uh, that's some, insane. some reports say two, but it was a day because, because I got the call seven p.m. Thursday. Uh, oh, wow. The call, and then I was kind of like, okay, well, he, my manager was telling me he called me. He's like, uh, Ray Borg dropped out, and there's I don't even know why he dropped out. Some people say COVID. Some people say not, that he just had a lot of head cases. So I don't really know. Yeah, I mean, and Ray Borg's a respectable fighter too. Yeah. So the guy you had
4: to go up against on a day notice—that's not just a slug. Yeah, you know that what that I mean. That's tough. a good fight. That's tough to do.
3: Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, but my manager called, explained that, and I was like, okay, well, I, was, man, I said, man, it's a day notice. Like, I mean, it's a UFC opportunity. I'm one of those guys, like, I don't just jump. Like, even though if it's, it's a UFC, like, to me, I, I respect me, myself, as an athlete. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm just gonna jump. But, uh, I don't know, it's just something was telling me, like, this feels right. Normally, I feel like I wouldn't do that, but it just felt right to do it. I was like, okay, well, I said, let me, uh, Talk to my coaches. I want to make sure they could come. Everybody could come. Oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't want to just go out there. Because they're a part of my success. I don't want to just go out there without them. I feel like I start the journey with them. I want to continue with it. I want to be right in the mind and all that. He's okay. So then I got a hold of everybody. They were good to go. And I was okay. I was like, well, wait are we fighting at? He was like, 145. So it's weight up than what I normally fight. Wow. And I was like, I'm cool with that because I, I, I can't make 135 on a day notice. <laughs> day notice. Yeah. And so I was like, 155. Okay. Uh, So I was at a good weight to cut to 45, it's like 10 pounds. It was was an easy cut. And uh, he was okay, well he said, well be on the road. You need to be on the road right now. That's why I need to stop to my house, (laughs) grab a couple things. He said, okay, well just be quick, go there. My house is on the way to Vegas, 15. So he said, grab all that, be on the road. He said, it's not guaranteed yet, but you need to be on the road. I was like, okay. So like I told my cousin who was teaching the kids class, I said, hey, we need to go. He said, what's going on? And I said, I'll well, explain later. We just need to go right now. Oh <laughs> we're going to Vegas. Yeah, we're, <laughs> to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to Vegas and it's coronavirus. So <laughs> there's
4: probably a fight going on. But yeah. let's just expect that. Yeah.
3: yeah. So we get in the car and he oh shit, like we're going. So he had to make phone calls and all this. And then, uh, then my manager was texting me all like uh, size, like for the Reebok stuff, the fight kit, all that stuff, what country I want to represent obviously I represent the United States even though I'm like I represent Mexico too, but I, I can only pick one side so I went with the United States. Yeah. What color, all that stuff. Then I fill out a big contract. It was just a lot of shit to do. <laughs> Dude, that and sounds insane. With the one insane. day, bro. Yeah, like we were doing oh, it And you car. had to cut weight. Yeah. <laughs> it was just <laughs> a lot. of
2: ice bath signing all these documents
3: with <laughs> yeah. Dana White in next the, to him. In the sauna
1: yeah.
2: just sweating off, just yeah. over the contract. The yeah. heater on the 15. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's crazy, bro. So oh, then we God. get to Vegas, like we get there, it's probably like 1130 at night. Uh, then we show up to a hotel, I forget it was the Marriott okay. and this hotel is like, it's the same hotel they've been using, like for all the fighters during COVID. So it's completely locked in for the UFC, like literally pulled up. It feels like you're in a communist country or something like <laughs> security guards at the front. Like, who are you? Like Jotty Munoz. I said, I don't know if you guys might have my name, but they just put me in right now. I <laughs> felt yeah. like, who the hell are you? <laughs> <Yeah." doing? laughs> so they're like, okay, but obviously they had it that we went in and uh, checked in at the hotel, we went in our room and you can see like i'm walking through the hallway you see different fighters names on there yeah and uh they have like your own they have your own like room which is actually a hotel room but they cleared it out they have a mat. So every fighter has their own training room oh wow so because of the wow. COVID and all that so and insane. then uh yeah so like literally it's just like it's like a dark place like it's like there's a, the UFC PI guy, Clint. Like, he's a nutritionist. He's like, I was wondering who he was. I didn't know who he was. He had a face mask. I was like, this guy's a fucking killer. Just walking. <laughs> he's like, he looks intimidating and all. Yeah. He's yeah. just walking, that, like, patrolling the place. He's like, I'm trying to help you, yeah. bro. <laughs> he, he, we We need to talk right now. Yeah, <laughs> then he walks up to me. He's like, you're Johnny Munoz? And I was like, yeah, Ask me. He's like, hi, I'm Clint, whatever. I'm the nutritionist. Yeah. Anything you need, I'll provide for you. So he brought, like, the those sauna things. The... the but the little ones you just go in like in the back thing. You know what I'm talking nice. about? Oh right. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, like yeah. The, thermal? like yeah. the thermal? Yeah, ones? yeah, Okay, yeah, yeah He yeah. brought that in the room. And then uh, he said he'd provide meals, anything I need. I was like, okay, cool. So I thought, man, they take care of the fighters. they you do have to great. worry about all this. And then, so we get to the room and then like the first thing, like we do the COVID testing. And then, uh, so I was like, oh, this is the first COVID test I ever did. So I was like, man, because like, I've seen the ones where they <laughs> stick it up the nose. And I was yeah. asked, them, which one are we doing? Because I'm worried about putting things up the nose. Like, i got oh, me it. It hurts. <laughs> yeah. And everyone's told me that. He's all, oh, we're doing the mouth one. I was like, okay, cool. We'll right. do that. Yeah. So we, we did that. And then, uh, so that was one COVID test down. Then USADA came in. That was a whole other thing you have to write down all the stuff, supplements you're on, just a lot. And then we had to do the piss test, did that. And then finally, we were able to go to bed. So we went to bed at like 2 a.m., and, and then we the weigh-ins. You have to weigh in by nine a.m. That's when you have to be on the scale. So I was like, okay, well, we gotta get up in a little bit. We have gotta cut the weight. Like, <laughs> we I be know, up in an hour. Yeah, there's no, there's no point of going to bed. And then uh, so we did that. The weight cut was simple. And me, and my dad we went to the weigh-ins, did that, made weight. And then I was just real impressed with everything in the UFC how they're handling everything during this time, like, yeah. like okay. straight gangsters. Yeah. Man.
2: Dana White's very smart.
3: Yeah, yeah. Oh, he did a great job. Man. Yeah. yeah.
4: He, you know, when no one was doing anything, the man was definitely Step planning up, yeah. and getting it done. Which he you got yard, a lot of so. shit
3: for it, but like I, I respect him tremendously. Well, yeah, fighters, I mean, like, like, we don't care, bro. Like, whether like if some if the virus is deadly or it's not, like we want to get out there and fight. Like right. We put ourselves like we risk our lives every day doing this yeah. stuff, so we're not scared of like a no virus. Like I know, they understand. There's some people that are. That's cool, but like we're not—we want to go out there and perform and mm-hmm. provide entertainment and get punched in the face. So. Yeah, that's
4: awesome. And at the end of the day, it's it's your job too. Yeah, exactly. you know what I mean. And that's what yeah. Dana White provided. He's the boss of the UFC, and he provided work for his employees. So yeah. I mean, that's awesome too. And the fans, obviously, we love it. Yeah, I yeah. was the first one got yeah. to watch. And yeah. you know, I mean, I wish almost like for your
0: sake, you kind of got to experience that true like star power UFC experience in Vegas with the sold out arena, everything like that. But that's awesome. You still got to have a unique experience of your own and I'm sure oh, you'll get is, to that. Oh, this is why. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you'll get to that sold out of Vino and, oh, yes. and do all that. Um, so, tell us about, you know, you get through all that and now it's like, okay, I got to fight. <laughs> I got to fight now. A guy who's proven a, a good fighter and, you know, we you able to watch tape? How did you kind of prepare for that?
3: Yeah, so, like, we watched a little tape. I mean, there's only so much you could do in one day. Like I said, like, right. I felt it was just a lot to do in a day. I wouldn't change it again. I, I, the experience was cool, but, would I do that again? No, but I wouldn't change what I did. It was a right. cool experience, but I wouldn't recommend, I wouldn't say I wouldn't recommend, but if someone else had to do it, like, hey, you gotta live it yourself. But like for me, like I wouldn't want to do it that again. It was just, I felt a lot to do like in a, a day, just just a lot. And, uh, but yeah, like I felt like good. Like, I felt like after I made weight, we squared off. I was like, man, like this is it. Like I felt good. And then after that, which I never knew this, but all the fighters got taken to a room in the apex. So we're all waiting there and Dana talks to all of us. So we're all sitting there in the chair and like everyone has their chair where everybody's rehydrating which UFC provides and then Dana comes in and kind of gives us a pep talk. I was like, man, this motherfucker knows how to motivate a fighter. <laughs> <laughs> he wants you guys to perform and yeah. go out there and fight. Hell so like yeah. basically he was like, you know, you guys are special athletes. Uh, you know, it takes a lot of like, uh, it takes a special individual to get out here and do what you guys do. You know, to make it this far, this is the highest level of this sport Mm -hmm. and he said you guys are special athletes you guys are the best athletes in the world he said you know i i'm a big patriots fan i i love tom (laughs) brady good friend of mine he said "But you guys blow him away as far as athletic ability he said it takes a special human being to go go in here and do combat sports where you're getting punched in the face you're imposing your will on somebody yeah i'm just sitting here looking i was like man this is like, and, and then he's like just yeah, it. I'm just feeling it. Like I was just zoned in. Yeah. And then, uh, and then he's all like, you know, he says, you go around anywhere in the world. You ask them who, uh, I don't know, like a f- famous football players or Tom Brady. They don't know who it is. You ask them who Bruce Lee, Muhammad Ali is. They know who that is. He was like, why? Because when you're a bad motherfucker, people care. Yeah. And I was like, when he said yeah. that, I was like, oh, oh my God. Hey, dude. That's cool. Yeah, let's oh, go. I, I took my phone out. I was like, I'm writing that quote down. <laughs> I wrote that quote down. I was like, I'm going to use that for an Instagram Y'all Johnny's post. like, first day on the job, baby. This yeah, boss is yeah, sick. Yeah, dude, <laughs> was like, it was just like, it was cool, bro. And then like it, I was like, man, this guy knows how to pump dudes up. Yeah. And it was like, I was like, man, I'm ready to go. And then after that, you know, we went back to the hotel. There's, you, there's not much you could do with everything yeah, going on. Yeah. So, like, you're literally locked up in the room. And so we get back, I had to do another COVID test, did that, stood in the room, and then we're just in there, and then just kind of, I'm rehydrating, eating more meals. And then we did a little training session later on at night, watched a little tape, and then, uh, yeah, just went to bed, Got prepared the next morning. And then I think, was it the next morning? I think we had to do another COVID test. This Jeez, is a lot, bro. Geez. And they rushed my test. I don't even know if – uh <laughs> if it was legit, I think it was, but, sure you know, it was. They were rushing the shit out of it. Oh, uh, just because like, they couldn't afford to lose any fights. So they, were, they lost a lot of fights that day. Uh-huh. I think somebody tested positive and they pulled that fight off. And then after my fight, the, when after I fought, there was someone in the back passed out. Behind the the
4: apron. Kevin Holland, uh, Giles fight or something like that. Wasn't it? Yeah, Yeah, Giles passed out, out. yeah. Oh, geez. I
3: didn't see him pass out, but like, I was like, why did they skip that fight? Mm -hmm. And then I found out he passed out. I don't don't know why he did, but I was thinking because, and I was explaining this as I go. So like, we show up to the arena and obviously there's no people. So this is new to everybody. And you gotta take in mind, this card was the first fight back at the Apex. Because if you remember, they were in June, they were in the Apex. So a lot of these guys that fought August 1st, they didn't fight in June. They fought June was Apex Vegas. July they went to Fight Island. Right. So August 1st was the the comeback to Vegas. Right. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. The first card back in Vegas and like whatever two months. So it was a different feeling. Like and obviously it's my first fight there. And uh, you know I'm warming up in the back. It's just just different environment. And then. You know, then you're seeing the fights on the TV. Then, you know, I got called out, fought. And then I remember behind being behind the apron. I was like, man, I'm used to hearing people scream. Yeah. So I'm thinking, like, shit, this is kind of weird. And then, but then when my music hit, then it kind of just, I broke out of it. Like, I'm real easy to break out of things. But I was thinking about that. But when that Giles dude passed, I was thinking, fuck, he might have had a panic attack back there. Because yeah. it was just, like, a different feeling. There's no crowd. Like, it feels mm-hmm. weird. So it's, it's almost like... Yeah because there no, there's no crowd, like maybe it feels like you're being watched more or something. I don't know. Hmm. This is a different environment I can imagine. Yeah, Obviously yeah, we don't even <laughs> that Even from the fan base, it's, it's different. At first, like now it's I'm totally used to different. it now, but at
2: first it was like, this is strange. Yeah. Like NFL still really weird to me. So yeah. it's just a different year. Oh yeah.
0: So take us through the fight. You know, I, I watched that fight. I remember watching it, yep. you know, I thought, I actually thought you won the fight. Did you feel like you won the fight going through it? Like, what was your mindset? Well, yeah, I mean, we saw the round. reaction.
4: I mean, there were a couple yeah. things we talked about. I think they took a point away for a couple other things, but I could see your reaction at the end of the fight because we watched it together, and mm-hmm. it was like, bro, this is this is the the IE boy right yeah. here, man. Let's go. So walk us through it, yeah.
3: Yeah, so, like, uh, I thought I won that fight even with the penalty. Yeah. Uh, just clearly the first round was, I felt, I, even if I'm not being biased, but like I watched it so many times, and... Hearing the feedback off the internet, Twitter, Instagram, I felt that round could have been ten eight.
4: Yeah, uh, I mean, you grappled the shit out of them. That yeah, thing. and
3: I pounded them out. And this, you gotta remember, like in MMA, you never, we never get taught this in any of our practices. If, when you're on the floor, you never get taught to do this. <laughs> right. This is no, like no I'm like I'm yeah, done. Yeah. That, when somebody does that, that shows they have nothing left. They're they're done. Yeah, you know I mean? When, that's when they call it. They when they call yeah. it. So the fight could have been stopped, maybe couldn't have. But even then, when someone's doing that, like I'm pounding them that's a ten eight. Like that, that was that's not a, a form of defense. Mm-hmm. That's a form of defense, and I get punched. But like me, I've been in situations like that. I'm trying to bump out, get out. But I've never been in a situation where sometimes you take another man's will. They just this is it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. So I felt like that could have been a ten eight. Uh, even if not. Okay, you give me a 10-9, and then uh, those two groin shots happen in that round. Mm-hmm. The first one I did, I was like, okay, shit, I need a little too low, <laughs> and I was okay, whatever, my bad. And then we start off again, and I throw a kick right away, and I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me right now. And then like I, I did not kick that dude in the. Like, it wasn't a hard shot. It hit right here on the hip. Yeah. And like I felt that, like the cups. I don't know what kind of cup he had, but like. Like the cup I have, my management team provides me like it's a badass cup. Like right. you could get kicked there. You could watch YouTube videos of how they, they they advertise that cup. I've been kicked there. Doesn't hurt at all. Like my cup is legit. Mm-hmm. But as fighters, you got to remember too, we don't really get those breaks where other athletes, you know, they get timeouts and that shit. For fighters our timeout is getting poked in the eye and nut shot. Yeah. So there's so many guys that play that card. Right. And I'm, I, I've am i done it too. I'm not going to lie, man. <laughs> like, yeah. sometimes fights get tough. Like, you need a breather. You need to rethink things. And uh, so I can understand that. But I was like, man, this dude's, like, overdoing it right now. Like, he's not want to fight. And then the second round starts, Uh, he was, in, he, he was just defending the whole time. Like, I had him up on the fence. Yeah. I was trying to close the distance because of the success I had on the floor. So I was like... Yeah, I need to get him down. Like this was pretty easy down there. So I'm on the fence the whole time, trying to get him down, but he just defended, defended. Finally, I hit the big takedown. Like I think a minute and a half in, and then uh, then that was it. Then we go to the third round, and then right away, third round starts happens again. Then that's when they take the point away. And I was like, "Fuck!" And then right. and I know Vegas judges are crazy. Like they're yeah. they're notorious for like they're probably the worst judges in the whole state of MMA there's been a couple I swear the
4: most recent fights we've seen where there's always a controversy lately yeah, I yeah, swear the, to god the, especially at the Apex yeah
3: it's been the happening
2: a lot been, yeah the judge has been terrible we, Yeah, we had an episode where we talked about it like this has got something's got to get the hallway here. fight Oh, yeah, that yeah. was terrible. <laughs> terrible. Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was really
0: bad. bad. That's what we talked about. Yeah, um, that was
3: that was terrible.
0: So you were you were supposed to be on the contender series, right?
3: Yeah, that was the plan. So um, is that well, out,
0: is that out of the wash now? Because yeah, had, okay. okay, I'm in the UFC
3: now. So we're getting a fight now. We're getting a yeah. fight now. All right,
4: that's cool though. I mean, it's almost better that way. Almost, you know what I mean? Because then before you'd have to fight your way into it. Now it's like I'm oh, in. Let's go.
3: Yeah, yeah that's what. Uh, that was the thing that worried me about the contender series because. You never know how the fight's going to turn out. You might wake up sick, but what are you going to do? Like, I can't fight, I'm sick. Like, no, this is your Mm -hmm. your interview right here. Uh, So that was one thing. I felt it would have been fine, but, like, you never know if they're going to pick you or not. You could win. Because I've seen some guys, they won by decision, or even some guys, they won with a finish, and they didn't get picked. And I was like, oh, oh, shit. Mm -hmm. So it's just, like, one of those things. Uh, But now I'm in, so... But for me, like, it's, it's cool to be in the UFC, but I feel like I'm just still... Uh, a little, I'm pissed off about that decision. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing I can do about it, so I focus my energy on the future. So I'm Absolutely. very big on focusing on things I can control. I can't control that no more, so I don't dwell on it. In the back of my head, like, it pisses me off. Because so. it's also your first loss ever. Yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah. brutal. Yeah. yeah. You gotta and then to like, legacy. Like, yeah. then also, like, it's a loss, but, like, I feel like, you know, most people, like, they've always told me, oh, well, you don't know till you lose. Like, all these negative fucks. Oh, you don't know till you lose. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, my head's like, shut the fuck up. You don't yeah. know. But, yeah. like, I've lost matches in jiu-jitsu tournaments, like, all the time. So, like, mm-hmm. for me, it's, like, nothing new. I know what it's like to lose something. Uh, and it's just like anything, like, I always tell people, like, defeat, it depends how you interpret, it. you know, you could lose in terms, you could lose a great job, you know, maybe, God forbid, like, someone close to you passed away, you know, the girlfriend you saw yourself having a bunch of kids with, living the rest of your life would have dumped you. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if, if you experience some kind of loss, like, to me, it's, a, it's the same thing. For me, like, I experienced losses in jujitsu, so I knew how to handle it, and it just really fired me up. But one thing I hate, I don't mind. Like obviously, I hate losing. But if I'm gonna lose, I want it to be out of my shield. Right. Yeah. I hate when it's by uh, it's someone else's decision. It's not yeah. control. And yeah. it just, it just, it really eats me alive. And that dude, like uh, I heard from the Great, by like he was surprised he won. Uh, right. There was someone in his corner. They were surprised they took, they won. But like it is what it is. So like my next fight, I just gotta go out there and finish. And obviously, I'll have more time to prepare. So that's I, my next fight. Like for me. When I win, that's when I'll really consider myself okay. I'm in the UFC, even though I am in the UFC. But for me, like it took it away from me because I wanted that W on my record. Right. Of course, yeah. So what's what's
2: next? What's the what's the fight? Yeah. yeah you so, got anything lined up, planned?
3: So I have nothing planned yet. Uh, I think possibly December. That's what uh, I was I was told. So we're just waiting right now. And with the with this whole thing, like they're just matching things on the fly. So. Right. I think once they get a main event for the the December card, I think that's when they start putting the card together. Yeah. And but you mean, know how these guys are? Everybody's like, they, they're trying to negotiate money and all yeah. that. So I'm hoping a main event gets put together and then they start building the card after that. Well, the that. good
4: thing is they he's seen your name. He knows you're a guy that's going to take a fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? He knows you're willing to fight during this pandemic. So it's like Johnny Munoz, let's hit him up. And, yeah. he, and he
0: put on a show on one day's notice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so, I mean, you can't, it's almost like, they got to see you again, like almost good for you. You know, if you think about it in a positive way, you know, talk about spinning things in a positive manner, is you put on such a good good showing on one day. It's like let's we got to get this guy on the next card to see what he can do with yeah, full get, full camp. Give you know? him a yeah. camp. Let's yeah. let's see it let's, in December. So yeah. let's talk about you know that bantam weight class, um, which is, is that your yeah that's you gonna, my that's my weight class. That's what you. It's, a, it's a tough weight cut, yeah. but like
3: I I do it. And yeah. So what
0: what do you normally walk away at one fifty five?
3: One fifty five, like one sixty, sometimes. So, yeah. That's tough. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, a, big that's cut. a big cut. Uh, <laughs> Talk us through that, like cut. How do you
0: cut, and when does that process start before a fight?
3: So, like, usually once uh, I have a fight, is when I do it. But I'm pretty. The the weird thing about me is like I fight at one thirty five, but even when I like one fifty five, one sixty, like I'm not fat. Like I'm so of course, like yeah. muscular. Like, and people like, man, how do you make that weight? Like, but I do it. But like, the, for me, it's just dieting. Uh, watching what I eat and then you know doing a lot of cardio and Mm -hmm. just picking up the rounds and all that stuff and I feel like the weight comes off and uh, I eat pretty good all the time so uh but yeah I just I gotta do that like a couple months out and then yeah then I kind of I kind of know my body where it kind of goes so I figure like I mean it's tough but like I it's somewhat easy because I kind of know how my body works Mm -hmm. So. Yeah.
4: How long have you been cutting down to 135? You talked about the tournaments and things like that you've done before, King of the Cage, you know, you've done that for years now. How long have you been cutting and how, how has it gone to a point where you're like, okay, I've almost perfected this system now?
3: Uh, I would probably say back in jujitsu, like, I, I used to compete at 141 and you have to weigh with the gi, the okay. uniform, yeah. which is like three pounds. Uh, so I used to compete at that weight class also I compete at 154 the difference with Jiu Jitsu is you weigh in day of and you compete day of oh, so okay. it's not like day before so with MMA it's day before so I cut a little less you know put mm-hmm. it back on so like for me it's like the system has been working for me throughout the whole year it's just the older I'm getting I'm just noticing my body changing like I'm somewhat like Growing more like as far as not height but like size, you know, you just kind of fill out more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're filling in. Uh, so like it gets a little tougher, but I, f- I feel it's manageable, and it's not like I'm dying, like I'm weighing, it's, like yeah. where I can't walk or people are carrying me. I feel when that happens, then you gotta move up. Yeah, like, you see some of those fighters,
4: man, when they're doing that, and they're like shaking on that yeah. scale, and you're yeah. like, God damn, no, no you gotta go is. up. It's time yeah, to go yeah. up, man. Like it
3: sucks, but like I feel, I still feel healthy even when I'm fighting. Day of, I feel good and strong. So, yeah. uh, unless I don't feel that way anymore, then I'll move up. But like right. for now, I feel like I, I feel good doing yeah. it. So,
4: so, so night before you talked about it, like ten pounds was an easy cut for you. When are you like on track? So, is it when you're like one fifty and fifteen pounds the night before? When is that on track for you, and what's that process like? Yes. I think a lot of people want to know kind of the, the horror stories of the saunas and the ice baths that everyone's doing? What's your system there?
3: So for, like, when I'm fighting at 135, and I, I haven't fought at 135 since June of 2019. Okay. Uh, because I fought in September 2019, and that was at 145 as well because uh, we couldn't get a fight at 135, so I was like, okay, we'll just move up. Mm-hmm. We got a fight there, and then uh, that was my last fight before UFC. So uh, that's why I'm kind of curious. I know I'm going to make the weight. But it's, kind of, <laughs> it's but it's been a minute so like, it's been a minute yeah this might one yeah, might be a little tougher and uh but anyway yeah so like when I find 35 usually like w- day before weigh like my I'm usually like 147 that mm-hmm. s- yeah, 147 and then I'm and I just eat like super light, like my portions are small and then like I'll wake up Friday morning weigh-in and like I, maybe 146 145 and then hit the sauna. That's what I do, the sauna. Yeah. I put like a uh, bunch of clothes, layers of clothes, uh, sweet sweat, uh, all that stuff just to get that weight down. Just sweat a lot. And you know, when I'm in there, like it's cool, but I feel always the last like hour and usually it's the last five pounds. Like it's just a bitch, yeah. bro. Like fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like you're thirsty. Like I like, That's right. You're not drinking any water. Yeah, like, that's water weight. It's water weight, man. And then, so I always tell my cousin, hey, get me a rag. So we do, like, we get a, wetter, a rag of cold water, and I just put it over my face. I'm kind of trying to... <laughs> just yeah, like, just yeah, yeah, but then once i'm there then it's okay i made it now it's just i want to make the weight and in the cage sometimes they dragged on their weigh-ins because some idiot's not there and i'm just like fuck man you need to like get this going <laughs> you think, you get some <laughs> professionalism yeah. in here yeah. i need to eat <laughs> yeah, but the cool thing with the ufc they give you the deadline like so like the moment we got there like for ufc i was the first fighter to weigh in like i was ready to go yeah weighed in i was ready to rehydrate so for me it's very important like if they allow, say weigh in start at eight, like UFC allowed, there's a three hour window, and you can show up anywhere between the three hours. For me, I want to be there right early, early. to get this over with, rehydrate. The longer I have to rehydrate, the better. I can put the size back on, get my power, strength, everything back on. Nice. So I want to get on top of it. I see these guys coming in like the last minute, like fuck that.
0: So yeah. What's uh? So what's your go to? Like you made weight, you hydrated. What's your meal? Like what do you what are you getting after?
4: Yeah,
3: you eating a good meal. Before the fight or after the okay, fight? Okay, so, like, I see a lot of guys do this. For me, I don't spoil, my, spoil myself until after the, the fight. fight. Okay, so yeah, like that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, so I rehydrate. Uh, coconut water is always the best. Pedialyte tastes phenomenal after, after a after, <laughs> yeah. after not tasting <laughs> anything yeah. forever. So nice and cold, but it's funny. When I drink Pedialyte now. It's like, this oh, shit is <laughs> gross. Yeah, yeah, I mean, after a weigh-in, yeah, you're like, I need something. the best thing. <laughs> uh, but, well, obviously, this fight, because UFC provides all that, so it's different stuff. So it was cool, but usually like the meal after is like, you know, chicken, sweet potatoes, vegetables, yeah. stuff's so healthy because this is going to be my fuel going into the fight. Right. So I see some guys and like, man, this dude's eating pizza. Like, yeah, that's Emmer's, right? Emmer's
2: wanted pizza. Yeah, Emmer's
3: yeah, like, I'm, I'm smacking a pizza. Yeah, <laughs> some guys, I mean, for me, I like I don't want to do that. Like I feel it slows me down. Like, I feel mm-hmm. real sluggish. That's the that's in my system. It's hard to digest, and your body's focused on digesting that rather than trying to build back up. So exactly. I feel like when I'm eating that chicken, chicken breast, vegetables, rice. Kind of still staying on the same diet, but a larger portion now. I feel good and strong. So
0: gotcha. So what's the celebration after the fight? Yeah,
3: after the fight, man. <laughs> it, it, it depends. So usually, like I like In and Out. Like, nice. Um, Tacos, Mexican food, gotcha. pizza, all that stuff. Nice. I'll, I'll binge on that for like treat yourself for a minute, yeah, bro. like a week probably. <laughs> nice,
4: that's so nice. great. That's cool. So, moving forward, obviously you said it, Phantomweight, weight, stacked class, stacked class. Where, where do you see the future of the v- division? You got Peter Yawn at the top. The guy is kind of an animal. He just beat Aldo. Um, obviously, you're looking for a fight there. Um, how how many fights do you think it's going to take for you to get a ranked guy and kind of start making your name for yourself in that division?
3: Yeah, so the division stacked. Yeah. So with 135, there's so many guys in the so division. Many. So it's it, a lot. The,
4: the, the former champ is coming back. You know, you got Dillashaw who's yeah. coming back eventually too. So it's it's tough, man. Yeah. You got this division ahead of you.
3: Oh yeah, so it's a lot of tough guys in there, and uh, you know everybody's trying to get it. So I feel like it. It I need to get out there and finish guys to get a, yeah. be able to fight a ranked person. Uh, it's just crazy how everyone's past different in the UFC. Like you see guys like Sean O'Malley. To me, they kind of like. Skip jumped him a lot. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he got the funny hair. I don't know. the. Yeah. And is, and, is you that, know, he's a is good fighter. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. But, I mean, <laughs> I feel like, I mean, to me, Cheeto Vera exposed him. Like, uh, like Been saying it. Yeah. <laughs> Been like, saying I'll, it. Cheeto, I was a Malley guy. Cheeto I like Vera. It. I
4: said, I watched Cheeto Vera's fights, man. He's oh, a dog. GG, yeah. People overlooked him and. I mean, maybe if O'Malley stays healthy, I think that's a really good fight, honestly. Yeah. And I don't know if it ends differently. I think Cheeto's a really he, good fighter. He
3: had the right game plan going in, you know, with the leg kicks. You got to kick O'Malley in the leg. Chop yeah, him yeah. down. He we just tall. saw we
4: just saw Adesanya do it to Acosta. Chop yeah, that man worked. down.
3: Yeah, and it, it, it worked. I know some people were like, well, O'Malley, you know, he was winning the fight. But to me, nobody was winning the fight, but Cheeto was doing... Slightly more. He was being smart, not coming in. O'Malley Mm -hmm. wants you to come in there, and he'll catch you. yeah Cheeto's just doing enough, kind of stalking him, waiting, nice and slow. Chop those legs down. That's part of the game. Like Mm -hmm. if you chop someone in the leg, their ankle will give out. Yeah, it hurts. That wouldn't feel good. Yeah. (laughs) So like for me, like but yeah, going back to that, like I feel like you know, it 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 all depends who they put in front of me. Mm -hmm. If I'm able to put them away and that stuff, but I feel like after like three three fights for sure. I could it's got to be finishes three too. You track, think yeah, you, finish yeah and
4: that's what we were talking to a guy we mentioned last week, Embers, he was saying, Dana White's looking for the show. Yeah, You know what yeah. I mean? Entertainment. Have to get there. We talk about the O'Malley's and the guys like that that skip junk people and I yeah, think that. that's kind of the thing. But I think it's it's a good opportunity right now on the Apex. To oh be honest yeah. with you, Everyone's watching these fights. I think this is the time to do that.
3: That's the thing. So like, with this all this going on, like a lot of people are like, Man, twenty twenty, like you see people complain about twenty twenty, but for me twenty twenty has been great. Yeah. Like uh obviously there's a lot of shit going on in the world, but for me, like I I felt like I was able to use twenty twenty to catapult up. Yeah. And like you said, everybody's watching UFC right now.
2: Yeah. Uh even the smaller cards, like yeah. no one's
3: skipping those Fight Nights. Yeah. I watch more Fight Nights this year yeah. than I have ever. Ever, yeah. ever life. Ever <laughs> in my I life. think a lot of it has to do with because of the COVID, there's yeah. nothing going on. So the UFC is the first one back, and then now people are respected because of Dana White pushing forward, giving entertainment to people. So you're seeing it, and everybody's watching the cards now. So for me, this is the time to fight, make a name for yourself, really, yeah, right. really get up in there. And uh, the good thing, like even me too, like I'm Mexican, I speak Spanish, so I feel like I'm getting that that fan base not only here but in the Latin American countries. Yeah. So like it's it's good That's for me awesome. to grow, and like and I feel like in the MMA, like you know, Mexicans we love fighting. So, like, I feel big, like big boxing. Yeah, they love sport. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, I feel like we need a big Mexican star, and I want to be the one to give it to him. Like, we got That'd a couple, awesome. but. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah, That's so. awesome. So, do you want to go? Okay. You want to wait take for a break? break? Yeah, take a break. going to take a quick break. Yeah. You need water or anything, bro? You good? Yeah, yeah. I can, you, you want to get water? Yeah, yeah please. You just set
0: we'll you up. We'll wrap it up in a second.
3: Yeah. Oh, you guys cool. are good. Oh, you're good, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah good. dude, good. I love your story, man. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm, I'm a big fan now.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I remember watching that fight because my buddy Joey texted me and was like, "Fuck, man, my buddy's fighting." And I watched that fight. I was like, "Dude, there's no way he lost that fight. Uh, there's no
2: fucking way." Uh, What's funny is I didn't watch it. My wife watched it. I was like. The dude
3: who kicked him in the nuts three times still won
2: the fight. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was her.
3: Yeah, I joked about it too, like because there's been a couple other groin shots in the Apex. Yeah, and I was like, I, I'm the guy to start the, the groin shots. <laughs> he's shot. not, <laughs> he's <laughs> like, I'm the <laughs> <a Yeah>. fucking. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude, like, fuck, I made a joke out of yeah, it. Yeah, ride, ride with it. And everybody online, like after that fight, had my back. Like they all said, like, oh, you won that fight, robbery yeah. and shit. Like people I didn't even know, I was like, man, and that fight did more for me than it did him. Like I gained a shit ton of followers. Oh, I that I and, bet. And like if you watch the fight too, like I always tell people I have so many highlights from that fight. Yeah. But like he has no highlights from that fight. And that's the thing, dude is like you don't want to talk about the fight too much and I get that, but it's
4: like, dude, you put on a show, honestly. Like yeah. we were talking about it one and two, like you actually fucking dominated those rounds. You dominated those rounds, yeah. For sure. So it's just yeah. something you don't want to talk about, I get that, and it's just kinda of like, you know, we were just talking it might too. Have helped you out in the long yeah. run. We
0: we're talking yeah. about with Embers, like with one of our guys that we interviewed fights next, like when they go to Vegas, like, when the whole thing opens that back up, like, we want to go and do a podcast there and, like, kind of support our guys and like, <laughs> yeah, go to yeah. a fight. So we got to hopefully, like, in December they'll open it up. Yeah, and I'm hoping soon it'll be
3: open. Yeah. Because everyone tells you I'll go to your next fight like they're not open. Yet. <laughs> they're <laughs> not going up yeah. there. I'll oh, yeah. be there. i <laughs> <far. laughs> All right. So we'll you get the crap. you team want team to do the rapid-fire ones now? Or uh, well, just... well,
0: yeah, we'll go, we'll go one more question and then rapid fire. Okay. Okay. All right. All right, so we're wrapping up. Um, you, you, the fights this weekend, you know, we're going to talk about it later on the podcast. Uh, were you able to watch the fights, and if you, if so, what were your kind of thoughts on those two main ones? Um, what did you think of that, the showings those guys put on?
3: Yeah, so the fights, man, there were some good fights this weekend, this uh, last weekend. But the, for the co-main event, going into the fight, I had a it was the guy, John, the Polish dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I had him. I... I was leaning towards him, I think, just because experience wise, Philly's really been around a long time and he had the knockout power. Dom Reyes had the knockout power too. And I think a lot of people were kind of under- under- underestimating him uh, and thought Dom Reyes is because of how well he did with John Jones, but I also looked at Styles make fights. And I was on was telling me, like, this dude's going to pull it off the John guy. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think that, I
0: had some power, man. Yeah, Ke- yeah.
3: Kevin was right there.
2: He, he was kind of saying, like, he kind of reminds him of Vulcan, and yeah. Vulcan and you kind of hurt Dom. That was Dom's questionable fight. decision. Um, yeah, so yeah, it was the kind of same same type of fighter, kind of put him away. We're yeah. big Dom
4: Reyes guys, obviously, another kind of Inland Empire. Yeah, he's a cool dude, yeah, yeah, yeah that 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 I respect. trained with him a
3: few times like back in the day, yeah. We really filed cool. on the same card, I think, twice. Oh, awesome, awesome, yeah, yeah,
4: but yeah, so we're obviously, you know, he's a friend of the podcast, we definitely respect the hell out of the guy, but yeah, and Jan's. Power man, yeah, it's crazy hands in that fight. And I
3: noticed too, like I don't know, uh, I don't know if Dom was trying to fight more conservative because usually he comes out there, yeah. And like the first, that's round, what I thought. Yeah. yeah, he wasn't throwing anything. Yeah, so I was kind of like, huh? I don't know if uh, if they're waiting, whatever. And it was just the first round. Sometimes first rounds can be fill outs, right? But then I was it's like, five rounds. Yeah, yeah. so it's five rounds. And the second round, and then it, obviously that on the rib, right oh, there, yeah, that was nasty yeah because we were talking about I was like yeah. did he go in like that I didn't even catch on to that I was like that's freaking yeah it's like the kick happened
2: and then like during the fight you're like yeah Whoa. and then his it's nose weird. gets put all over his face yeah and then when
3: yeah. that happened I was like it's not looking good right <laughs> now. And, he, and, he, and his legs buckled I was like oh shit yeah. and, and then, I mean
2: the hit that buckled him wasn't much It just yeah. straight down the middle dude even like the, yeah. when they stopped straight.
3: the fight if you think about it it, it could have been like man why they stop it but then you're kind of like okay I think he took enough damage where it was right. like, okay yeah. and he didn't protest it
2: yeah, I felt like it was a little early, but I guarantee the ref like stood over him and saw his saw yeah. his face. Yeah, and you talked like, it, you talk about the position.
3: Yeah, yeah. 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 about the
2: position. There's nowhere to go from
4: there. Yeah, but like,
3: man, I wish I would have had that ref. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so He's then we had uh, main event Adesanya and Costa.
4: Man, I mean,
3: that was that was a great performance, but You want to talk crazy. about someone not
4: letting the hands go. Oh my God, yeah, yeah. he didn't get anything off. He that put was, up a
3: front. You know, he yeah. put up
0: a front like he was playing along with it and talking crap the whole time, but man, Stalbender's getting beat. Stalbender took it to him. No, yeah,
3: yeah. that that fight I, before the fight, like I felt Israel was gonna win. I didn't think like that. I figured he'd get him later on, but I figured it would be razor close, but then I felt Israel would kind of creep up on him. But yeah, that was, uh, and it's funny you say that Acosta was like, you see these guys, they talk a lot of shit and there's nothing wrong with like running your mouth. That's your style, cool when it comes fight day, you better... Back that yeah, shit up. Yeah, you're not going in there, like, you know, fighting, like... And then guys like to get pissed in between rounds. They're like, dude, you had five minutes to whip his ass. Like, literally now you want to get guy. pissed. Right, to literally like, fight like, the guy. Yeah, like, what are you <laughs> doing? Like, it's just crazy. Like, you see these guys, like, after the fight, and they want to get, like, no, F you. Like, let's fight. But, like, dude, you had, like... You just fought. Shit. Yeah, yeah, what are you doing? But, yeah, so that fight, man, like, Acosta, like, you, I think they were trying to... Maybe grapple Israel. Maybe that was their game plan. Uh, yeah. And kind of, kind of waited out a little bit. Yeah, but
2: he absolutely couldn't. Yeah, he couldn't do but it. He couldn't throw. So, he couldn't do anything. Israel I mean, now, Israel now. played
3: it smart, throwing yeah. the chops. Yeah, just picking, moving, picking you know, apart. Got I mean, his he, rhythm going. You know? Yeah,
0: he. That was, that's my like one of my favorite aspects of the UFC and MMA is you have Costa who walks out like an action figure. Huge muscles on muscles. Huge chiseled i
3: don't know how he makes that weight
0: and then no idea Yeah, okay. israel walking out skinny uh, he, he looked a little bigger this week actually i thought yeah. but it's like it don't matter dude you get all the muscles in the world man you get in that ring technical he, precision oh, yeah. it's the art he, form
2: that's yeah. why i
4: loved jujitsu growing up it didn't matter how big you were uh, mm-hmm. yeah. no matter so Just like your dad said right yeah. but um no legit fight i think adesanya everyone's talking about now his striking how unbelievable it is would you put him as maybe the best striker in the ufc
3: I think right now, yes. Yeah. Of all time I, I think, I all time, I don't know about all time. That's another yeah, conversation. Yeah. But we but yeah. we had this conversation but right now. I would say you definitely he's really? probably the best striker in the UFC right now. Okay,
0: Anderson Silva or Israel
3: Adesanya? Okay, see, for me, <laughs> we had this conversation <laughs> yeah. on the weekend, uh, and it's one of those questions. They fought, and most people will be like, "Israel beat him, but he did he, did, he didn't beat a prime no. Anderson, right? Right? Yeah, uh, of course not. I felt." Israel should have finished him, honestly. Yeah. What was Final? that, Prime Israel? Because I think yeah, he's going into his prime now. He's a little better now. Yeah. But still, I feel... I don't know. If I was... If put Prime Israel... the Israel fought over the weekend versus it, Prime Silva when he was just beating everybody... I think I would put my money on Silva <laughs> I mean Silva was one the best yeah, of all fights yeah, it's hard to bet against yeah. Yeah. how
2: much would you pay for that fight though yeah. bro? Prime vs Prime that would be amazing
3: that would be that would be the real dream match I story. just think I the
2: next like two to four fight style Bender has like he's going to absolutely murder these guys yeah I don't know like, if he's, he's gonna gonna be at the top. top
3: there's no, he's at top at right now. That no can one top I at 185 I'd want to see him until I feel that would be an interesting fight I still would lean towards Israel though it's uh, precise. precise. Yeah. I just think
4: he's precise. He's His very striking. precise.
3: You know what would be interesting? I, I have a feeling that he would go up to 205 fight John. I think That'd he could, be crazy. I thought oh he'd take that fight. Crazy. Dana's uh,
2: avoided a lot of super fights throughout my lifetime in the UFC. <laughs> <laughs> he needs this, for you. Yeah. this <laughs> so is so for you. Just give it to me. <laughs> just cool give to it to me. I
3: mean, 205, if you think about it, it's kind of dead right it's now. It's dead, it's dead, yeah. So that, I feel like it'd be smart. Because it's a win-win. If Israel beats them, then obviously you got your star there. But if John beats him, then people say, "Oh, this guy's a fucking beast." You put That's out Reyes, yeah.
4: But okay, so we talk best stri- best striker in the UFC. Who's the best grappler right now? Best wrestler that you like watching and maybe kind of mold and take some tips from into your game.
3: I would probably say the best grappler right now probably could be. Yeah, I, I was yeah, like for so yeah. dominant. It's yeah. like one of
4: those things. It's like you gotta ask, but it's like I mean, who are, who are you gonna say? Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
3: yeah. it's, I mean, there's different styles of grappling. If we're talking just Jitsu then I'd probably say Damian Maya. Okay, uh, I'd probably say myself honestly. Love that, but uh, oh, I love that. Yeah, so like for grappling, I mean, I'll, like I would say Khabib. He's able to control the guys, punish them, mm-hmm. and I feel a lot of times like he has his submissions, but I think he just likes pounding the dudes out. And I've heard mm-hmm. from many people that like Sparling, his, his jiu jitsu is very good. His, he does sambo of the wrestling. Yeah. It's very similar. Uh, but his grappling is no joke. And I, for me, I feel like he has the best grappling right now. And uh, that's, I, I feel I I need to showcase my grappling is very good. And I want to showcase what I could do. And uh, I want to be able to showcase like Khabib does. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He just walked through his guy. And yeah. his
0: next fight, yeah. the poor soul, after his dad passed away. Yeah.
2: To he has to fight him. He's yeah. going to absolutely dominate. It's going to be a good fight. Yeah. yeah, Gagey looked really good
4: against Ferguson, though. Yeah. yeah. I, be, I like gauge I'm, I'm a big yeah. Ferguson a big, guy. guy. Yeah. I still don't think
2: it's enough. Like
3: I still think Khabib. Oh, just Khabib's gonna, I, know. Khabib. I feel Khabib, uh, the only factor because of his dad passing away, I wonder if, yeah. that, that, if that's going to play a factor. Could be positively or yeah. negatively. You don't yeah. know. You don't so. know. This
0: is coach, too. Yeah. So yeah. Um, All right, so we'll end with a rapid fire. So we're going to put 30 seconds on the clock you going to throw out some questions. Just answer the first thing that comes to your head. All right. All right. So <laughs> put it on the clock. Here we go. Uh, knockout or submission?
2: Knockout. Ooh. Ooh okay. From, right.
0: from the Jits guy. All, all right. right. <laughs> uh, favorite
2: athlete of all
3: time? GSP. I oh, um, love that. Dang, I didn't see that coming. I didn't um, see that coming.
0: If you could fight anyone from any class, who would it be? Israel Adesan. son. <laughs> 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 um, if you could be a professional athlete in a different sport, what would it be? Uh soccer. Nice. Uh, um, favorite all time fighter, I guess. GSP. GSP yeah. Give me another one. Give me another <laughs> one, yeah. Uh
3: Fedora, Millenaco.
0: Ooh, oh, nice. Um That's cool. Favorite movie?
3: Departed. Yeah. Uh, we we, broke, that on, oh, we, we broke that down on number one. We broke that down one
0: film room. All right, last thing. Um, first thing you would buy with a big bonus from the UFC.
3: Man. For yourself, something for, for yourself, for, for myself, yeah. Okay, uh, PS5. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So, that's
0: Johnny Munoz. Thank you again for joining the TD podcast. Um, we're gonna get out to Vegas and see, fight. We're oh, really? We gotta see his next Absolutely. fight. Hell of a story! Hell of yeah. a story. Uh, thanks again for coming on. We appreciate you. Uh, good luck to you the rest of the way. Go get that belt, man. We'll be turning the corner.
3: No, I appreciate you guys. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Right. Thanks. Man, that was fun. That guy had a lot of good stuff to say. Yeah, that was Room fun.
0: For him. Room for him. Um, Fired
4: up. Fired up he came on.
0: Yeah, it's nice to get some UFC guys on here. Starting to turn into a little bit of a UFC podcast. Yeah. Um, so we replaced him with a guy who's not nearly as good as a fighter with uh, bringing back in the building now. Welcome back. What's good, boys? <laughs> um,
5: so I'll who, throw out that guy, by the way. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah hope he you know, him. you know, he's
0: going to—he's literally beat room. your ass. I just uh,
5: can't even move. Notes <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so we're going to get into our drink of the day. Uh, we're going to go with the drink from official sponsor of the UFC, Yeah. Modelo beers. Let's uh, get it. Love and Modelo. I know this is
5: Max's favorite. Oh yeah. You know, how fired up are you to sell Modelos? I face. saw these in the fridge right now, and I was like, I'm going to take four take four before I even get on the get on the mic.
4: Just the gold wrapper just hitting your mouth. Dude.
0: oh dude, <laughs> the best. Um, so real quick, Mac, do you have any thoughts on the fights this past weekend? We kind of talked about it with um, Johnny a little bit. Um, Obviously, Style Bender picking apart Costa.
5: Yeah, I think uh, Blockowitz was just too much for Reyes. Honestly, I didn't I didn't hear your guys' opinions on it. Obviously, I was outside of the room, but. Um, Man, that guy was throwing lunch boxes.
4: He was throwing hammocks. He bro.
5: Reyes strong. and just bent his nose. Just, just folded his fucking nose. Yeah, just yeah. Strong that was wild. And yeah. it, going into that fight, Reyes was like, "If you sleep on Blockowitz, he's going to sleep you." You know what he reminded me of is that I just thought this in my head: was the guy from Avengers,
0: the bad guy with the, the silver tooth? Uh, which movie? Uh, um, which which one? The guy who like you're, has the accent. You're killing me here. There's
4: so many accents. Yeah, the what? white
0: guy. He's a bad guy. <laughs> who steals the vibranium.
5: Oh, um, okay. He gets it's on, on. Yeah, i so guess
4: Sebastian Claw? Yeah. yeah. Yes.
5: Yeah, that's who Which reminds you of. I I think that's a bad call. <laughs> <laughs> that's who Blockowitz okay. reminds okay. He looks like a steeping guy, on steroids. He's got way more
4: personality than Blockowitz, <laughs> dude. He's got way more personality than Blockowitz. I do know that.
5: Was, block was just going to be an absolute <laughs> that guy was savage fucking, after that, that, that guy was also Smeagol in another yeah, movie. Yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's insane. But, that's I mean, nuts.
4: I, I'd like to see Dom bounce back from that fight. I mean, tough I think fight, obviously. I he to do it early,
2: too. I, I don't know if he he's necessarily has to do it going. early. Yeah, he just needs yeah. to have a better game plan. He needs to mix it up.
4: He had he had the reach advantage. He had a lot of big advantages in that fight that I thought he would have used to his advantage. But, he's way more athletic.
2: But he's a now lost his last two. If he disappears for nine months... His hype's gone.
4: Yeah, I know. And he needs
2: a fight quick, I think. I think he needs to fight quick. And Who, I think who's he needs his to fight? Be Anthony Smith.
4: Yeah, I think that's a good matchup for him.
2: That's Because, I mean, Santos, Teixeira already matched that's up. That's, that's, that's that a good rebound fight. That's winner of that's going to fight. It was a good rebound fight for him. So I think Smith coming Smith off a of loss to Teixeira. Coming off of two losses. Two, yeah. Two losses. So I think. Smith will take that fight for the for the name, the hype to get is because either one who wins is back
5: in the conversation. Yeah, yeah.
4: no, I think that's a good good opportunity. I for think him. that's
5: a good call, and then obviously the Adesanya fight, so good, so impressive. We Just we're fired up. Yeah, it was man, he chopped him the fuck down. Yeah, yeah. chopped him oh. down. I will. I mean,
4: the mind games. He he absolutely beat the shit out of <laughs> him. <when> we <guys laughs> talked about it, but. I mean, it was pretty disrespectful at the end of that. Oh
0: my god, the hump! Was yeah, the that hump. was that's a bad call. That was yeah, raw. that was a bad call. That was, like, call. That was brutal.
4: Like, he, I mean, obviously, you know what his emotions got the better of him. Right. He, because he went into that fight, and me and Blaine were watching it, and he went in like Adesanya was not talking shit. Like when Whoa, the fight was, he was he walking in. He no no, yeah, he no, hey, focus, no dancing. No dancing for Adesanya. No. Like that's when you know he's locked.
5: And I'm still, I'm still a little, uh, you know, up in the air about him posting after the fight. He's still talking shit, you know? Yeah. And I'm kind of like, you said all you need to say he just beat his in ass. that fight. He just beat yeah. his ass. Like, stop talking. Like, like, yeah, stop It shouldn't talking. be
0: worth your time anymore after exactly. what you just did. No, the exactly. man. Yeah, the the next man. Next man. Yeah.
5: Oh. Yeah. All right, so so who is the next
4: man? I know. Ooh, I
5: don't, I don't know. He wants, um. He wants Cannoneer.
4: He wants Cannoneer. Yep. Cannoneer. fighting Whitaker. I, I, I think
5: Whitaker, I think Whitaker is the best fight there. See,
4: so yeah, I think Whitaker is the next best fighter in that class. But I just think Adesanya is just. Better. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know no I Whitaker. I, I think I love yeah. Whitaker. I love Whitaker. He's got a lot of power. He mixes it up well. Someone's I think got the, I first, like too. the first yeah. fight was. I don't think Whitaker's head was all in it, but I think he puts on a better fight next fight. But Adesanya is a little too much of a striker. Yeah.
5: Whitaker's gonna got to go in there and want it. Yeah. He's really got to want to be in the ring.
0: All right. So that's our UFC recap from this weekend. Uh, really good pay per view. Uh, really fun. We had some actually some undercard too that. Um, that were fun to watch. Oh, the flyweight? The flyweight fight. Fly France Roy and uh, Royville. Oh yeah, Royal spinning backfish. How many almost knockouts were there yeah. in that fight? That was sweet. Yeah. Um so we won't get into it much. You know, we talked a lot about UFC already and um so you know, obviously we were excited about it. We 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 called it, we, we said on Sonia, I think all of us on here last week. Yeah. Um so let's get into uh into baseball. We have baseball coming up, uh postseason, really weird postseason layout they have this year. So eight teams in each side, AL and NL. Um, the first round is at the home side of um, the higher seed. They're going three game wild card round, then they go. I think it goes five and then seven. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I might be wrong with that. But then they go to a bubble after the first round. So
4: yeah, there's like a Texas bubble. A there's Texas, a LA bubble. Yeah.
0: I think it's
2: a Florida. I is think that's a room? brilliant idea. It is. It's, it's 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 fine. So it's
4: smart. They're taking you know the NBA layout and doing know, it for you, their playoffs.
2: You're ta- yeah, you're taking away the travel. So. Yeah. yeah, no, you. It that, that works for baseball. Limits especially. the COVID yeah. exposures.
4: It's the right move to and make. And there's
2: no fans anyway, so it doesn't. It's the, right, doesn't it's matter. the right move to make. So, a um, little
0: recap of when we did our baseball preview show, we were pretty fucking spot on <laughs> on what we gave. Um, surprise teams, I had the Rays and the A's. And they're on top of the division. Both, race. Won, their, both won their divisions. Yep. Um, Mac had the Blue Jays in a surprise team. Yep. They're in it.
5: And then I had. Uh, Sam Fran as a dark horse, but they came in third. Yeah, they yeah, came it, close, actually.
4: They did come close. Than they, the, yeah. um, they almost yep. made it um, in. Down the
0: stretch, they were hot. Almost Blaine hot. had the White Sox. Yeah. Rolling. Roland, who have a double already. Yeah, they Fight. rolled it yeah. um Yeah. I had Bieber winning the leading the league in strikeouts, plus 1500. Locked. Locked it, locked. hit it. Uh, hopefully locked. you guys took that.
4: K-Morg had the Dodgers. <laughs> no, <so>. Shocker. Shocker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so let's get into the first round. Uh, we don't have to really break it down. It's only three-game series with some already taking place today and going to be over before <laughs> maybe this podcast comes out. Um, but I want to go through first round, and then we'll go through kind of our predictions throughout the playoffs. Uh, so we got uh, Yankees at Indians. The Yankees are actually winning game one
2: right now. Do we? What do you guys have on that? I, I'm surprised Bieber got beat up tonight. I, I like Yankees. I think Garrett Cole gives them a – Postseason kind of juice, like that they they haven't had for two months of baseball. Really, oh yeah, yeah.
4: Yankees are up 11-2 right now in the yeah. seventh. Oh. So Beaver gave really,
2: up seven earned. Yeah, he gave he seven got, earned. So I think
5: I think they're gonna power through these the, playoffs. The honestly. Yankees
0: the Yankees are scary because they're getting healthy.
5: Yeah, yeah. I think there's just too much star power there. And then mm-hmm. the one thing I was concerned with with Bieber was: Are we gonna get a Kershaw esque? playoff beaver you know start. where he just dominates through the regular season and then well it just doesn't show up in the playoffs okay, we go. you know it and it is happening
4: okay yeah. one game does not mean he's blown forever in his postseason right, career but when well, you start, to get, a, that, that, when you start to get
5: that 15th 16th that bad okay. against that guy there's a lot know?
4: there's a lot of you know aces out there that have had tough outings okay yeah. that does not mean he's forever gonna be considered a terrible yeah. postseason starter yeah he's he had a rough outing is he blown forever no but do I think the Yankees win the series yeah I do
5: yeah but that's what I'm saying in a three-game series you need that first one of course that's their ace and that's I think I Garrett think a second game would have been way better for them no you gotta go no, 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 no. You, you, you gotta, gotta go out. Well, I mean he's been he the best pitcher so? in baseball this year yeah. I understand it. If it's yeah. like, okay, he's been the so best guy, Best
2: baseball. chance at a that's game all, one. If you, you win. if you pitch
4: him game two, then you're thinking I'm giving up game one.
2: That's is, how you're. Yeah. That's, in a you got series, it. That's not you, okay. can't it. Yeah. you can't do it. You
4: can't do it. You uh, got to go with your best. You know your best guy, your best lineup. You have to win, especially yeah. in such a shortened series. You have to do it. Yeah. So, so I mean, okay. it's a good call. Like I said, Yankees are they just winning have too right much now. Power. Um, going into this. You know, prediction. I would have the Yankees regardless. I just think yeah. they they're getting healthy. They're gonna kind of, I think they're kind of going to reach their potential right now, especially in a shortened postseason. I think they're definitely a the team to beat.
0: Yeah. So that's the four or five matchup. The winner of that matchup, we all say the Yankees will play the winner of the Rays and the Blue Jays. uh Two AL East teams. The Rays are the number one seed. They won today. Blake Smith, Blake Snell threw a gem. Yeah. Um the Rays', Rays low-key powerhouse last couple of years, um, especially uh, from a starting pitching standpoint. Yeah, They're going to throw Glasgow with <laughs> wiffle balls tomorrow, probably. So, I mean, the the Blue Jays are good. I don't think they have the starting pitching. Yeah. Yeah. They're just not there yet. And they, I don't think they have about, the experience. They're yeah. one year yeah. away. Yeah, yeah. Really, I think maybe yeah. two or
5: three. Okay. Um, but Yeah, I don't think they have the experience in the postseason. All those young pups. Yeah, they got young pups. Kudos to them for making the yeah. postseason. Oh, yeah, but, 100%. Last but, team in. Yeah, Rays, but that starting rotation yeah, is just dominated dominate
2: all year. Ooh. They're going to they're going to smack through the Rays throws. Yankees in a five-game yeah. set. Yeah. Ooh. that's a tough that's a tough matchup. Yeah, yeah then
0: the starting pitching for the Rays is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um okay, so we all everyone on the Rays. Yep. yep. Yeah. All right, so then um on the bottom part of that bracket, we have the 3 seed Twins who lost game 1 late <clears> today to Houston, the um, the reigning
2: AL champs.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. Um I mean I had twins before obviously the day and I I lose I think losing that first game is in a 3 game series is too hard to come back from especially with the really Really experienced postseason Astro team.
4: Mm-hmm. So, no, I, I mean I. I, I, don't know. I, I think I it's there. really doable to come back from it. I just I think personally I, I had the Astros going into today. I think the Astros still have a ton of firepower. Yeah, they're having a down season, but anything happens in the postseason, Bregman can go off for a billion.
5: I still I, think the Twins are going to come back and win this. I think so too. I think they have too much firepower in their lineup. I, I think, think
0: the, the Astros, Astros still do. But the Astros, yeah. I think there are too many injuries on the on the pitching side of things. Yeah, and no I might Verlander, be. No, Cole's gone now. Yeah, and no. I
5: might we be still got young this. guys. Are still really I, I don't good. want the Astros in the World Series. I do. I don't Trust me, them I hate any, the
4: Astros, I don't but I think they win the series.
0: Okay, so we're split there. You have the Astros too, Blaine? Yeah,
2: I have the Astros. Just so I split. mean, I, I've seen game one,
4: so. Yeah, I'll take the Twins. <laughs> cool.
0: um, then we have the two seed, the A's, who actually lost almost got uh, yeah to the White Sox. The so Blaine's White Sox, who almost do a perfect game against them. Wow.
4: Giolito was
2: perfect in, to, the in the, the seven. Yeah. Um, Giolito, Soka. White
0: Sox are kind of my surprise team to make a run at this thing.
2: I bet them. I have, um, I have the
4: ticket
5: to win the AL.
4: A lot of people like them. I've seen a lot of brackets where a lot of people are taking the White Sox to go all the way. They're deep. They yeah, are deep. They are deep. They're, dude.
5: Just touching on some of those young arms in their yeah. starting rotation, you got Crochet yeah. that's throwing left, left-handed left fastballs at 101. <laughs> Did you see that?
0: Good oh God. Oh, my.
5: 101, it's, just like big leg kick. Is, is
4: Gio Gonzalez going
2: to play, though? I don't think it matters.
4: Dude, no. honestly, the White Sox lineup is so deep. Like so so deep. Stacked, You look at dude. kind of the guys in their lineup. Jose Abreu is having such a sneaky, phenomenal season. Like, honestly, people aren't talking about him that much for AL MVP, but he's kind of been the best player in the league this year. Like, he has been absolutely phenomenal this year.
5: And then the the one thing I try to look at in the playoffs is, can you afford to have a star player go take an 0-4, take an 0-4, Yeah, you know? And you look back at the Washington Nationals, they couldn't afford that, but nobody did that. You right. know, they were just rolling.
4: They kind of had the pitching to, to supplement exactly. that. Exactly. And
5: right. then and then you take the White Sox. Yes, they can afford an 0 and 4 or a 0 for 4 out of Anderson or a Breu. You know, because yeah, Giolito ton- is
4: going to throw a gem.
5: Exactly. And they're going to still have tons of firepower so, in that
4: lineup. Who do we who do we have there?
5: I have White Sox. White Sox. White Sox. Yeah. Sox. I have White I Sox as well.
4: Head. I don't think the Astros are going to hit enough, hit their way out of the series. A's. All right. So yeah. let's, or, sorry. Yeah. Let's opposite. stay
0: on the American League side of things. Because um, NL didn't play yet today, so we'll be able to have a clean prediction on that side. Um, I want to get your guys' matchup for the AL Championship Series, and then who you got going to the World Series. So let's start
2: with you, B. Who do you have? What two teams in the AL? Yeah, White Sox, uh, Yankees. Okay. Um, that's going to be a tough, tough series for for the White Sox. But you know, I gotta stick with my bet. I think they get it done. They're young, they're fun, they they hit the crap out of the ball, and have three really good pitchers. So okay. they they could get it done. Okay, Morgan. I
4: got I got Yankees Astros. I think those Ooh, are wow. those are a lot of firepower in both lineups. I think both teams have a lot of really strong arms. Astros do have some injuries, but they still have a lot of really strong arms. That'd be sweet with cold. Oh, I think it would be great against Astros. It would be it great,
0: and it right. kind of turned into a little rivalry because they played each other the last couple of years.
4: In the oh playoffs. yeah, mm. no, yeah. I, thin, um, I think I think the Yankees get it done. So I okay. think it's going to be Yankees in the World Series. Okay, and Matt. I, don't,
5: I don't, I don't not like that pick. Um, I'm going to take the, I'm going to double up with B and take the Yankees White Sox. I think the White Sox on overall talent is going to get them there, but once you once you get into that that playoff with the Yankees and they've been there before and they got some experienced guys it's just a different monster it talent go, talent goes out the window it's all strategy it's all who's going to be hot at the right time who's but, not going to make the mistakes
0: but a difference is I think what we got to consider you're not going into Yankee Stadium with the ghost yeah okay you're in a bubble <laughs> that's fair you know what I mean that's fair with you're the playing, ghost you're
1: playing you're playing, you're
0: playing Babe guess, Ruth yeah. is on the mound yeah,
1: yeah
4: like so I think that, Yogi that's Yogi like, Berra you know, behind the dish you
0: got Mickey Mantle <laughs> on your back and right field. Jeez, so. Hammering beers. <laughs>
1: Degenerate.
4: Degenerate. Degenerate. Cheers.
0: Um, so I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to stay with the theme and go White Sox on that. With, wow, a in the, in the lot AL. of White Sox. But oh. I don't have them making the World Series. Okay. I got the Rays. Come on, man. Rays. I got Rays. Been the best, they've been the best team in the AL all year. Best pitching. Okay. The best pitching staff. Yeah. Made. It's been proven in the that's playoffs. A tough, that's a tough one. In these long series, the longevity of pitching staff you have to have a good staff. And you have to have a 100%. Staff. So I'm going to go raise the World Series on the AL side.
5: Yeah, I think this is the year that I want to be surprised by who is in the World Series. It's 2020.
4: It is. Yeah. It's 2020. It's 2020. It's Jan 2020. 2020, Bl- the Blockowitz is the light heavyweight champion. <laughs> it's 2020. <laughs> Miami 12. Heat are in the final. <laughs> Miami <laughs> Heat, yeah. It's just yeah. the
5: theme here. So I wouldn't mind seeing the Rays in the in the World Series. All right, so let's get to the NL side of things.
0: Um, the one seed, the Dodgers, they've just been rolling best record in baseball. Uh, they take on the Brewers. In a three-game series, um, does anyone anyone have any chance that the Brewers can win this three-game series? No shot. No
2: chance. Most home runs in in baseball. Best ERA in baseball. No, no the chance best team in baseball. They're gonna run. Best
4: record, Dodgers. Best record. Right, Dodgers right, and just, Dodgers in
2: two. Unbelievable.
0: Dodgers and two. Yeah, they're gonna um, get it done. I, yeah. I think Woodruff can give them fits. Is that that's his name, right? The starter. Yeah, run. Woodruff's
4: good. Um, I think Walker Buehler, though, honestly, last year, him on the mound, the Dodgers behind him, we look really strong with him on the mound. He kind of hits his peak around this time, too. What's going on
0: with him? That blister. He's, He's playing just, game one. I know. Yeah. He's starting game one. That's, He's
4: starting, that's game, that's one. Tonight, He's
0: starting right? game one. Tomorrow. 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 Um, Tomorrow. Got it. I think the Dodgers win. I think you're right. Yeah. I think the interesting thing about this playoff, these playoffs are these teams haven't played each other all year.
4: Well, the interesting thing, too, is the Brewers, are a really good team. They, they were are. they were in the NLCS with us last year. Yeah. So it's like, this is an NLCS rematch. So the brewer it's and it's a similar lineup. So it's not like it's really that big of a difference, but I just think the Dodgers' depth and kind of what we bring to the table gets it done. Yeah,
0: yeah I agree. Too much star power. Um. Then you got the four seed, the Padres, who've been a really fun story this year. Yeah. Everyone's kind of jumping on board with them against uh, the postseason Dodger nemesis, the St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to take the Padres. I think the Padres... Padres Dodgers series is what everyone wants to see. Yeah, and I would absolutely. love to see that. So I'm gonna go Padres here.
5: I'm gonna go Padres as well. Going against, yes. Hold on. If the Cardinals can manage to get out of that series, I think the Cardinals beat the Dodgers. Wow! I think that it's too much kryptonite. There's too much history there, dude. Stop it! They they are licking their chops when Kershaw is on the Cardinals have the worst. worst Licking their fucking chops. They have the worst back playoffs right now. They're the team with the worst back. You want to hear Shilty in the locker room? I know when Kershaw's on the mound, he's gonna get so fucking fired up. It's gonna be awesome. But it's not like I want the I want the Dodgers. It's not going on a not saying that.
0: It's not going on a limb saying the Dodgers are gonna lose a postseason series. I mean, (laughs) to the Cardinals, it's really not. It's not. I mean, it's it's not until they prove they can. History has been written.
2: Um, But I got the Padres. I I I also have the Padres. I I have Padres. They're the funnest team to watch in baseball. Yeah, they they I honestly they they're a good time. Uh, Cardinals haven't been good all year. They 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 snuck in. For me personally, yeah, they've had a very
5: quiet a very quiet season for sure.
2: They have the least amount of hits in any team in the playoffs. They're I don't I don't think they get through this. Yeah, Kim, more who you got?
4: I like the Cardinals here. Um, I think they have a little bit more experience on their side. I got Machado, sure. Um, obviously Tatis at short you know Clevenger on the hill he may or may not play still I know there's a lot of question marks there but I just think I think he's out game one already yeah so I just think the Cardinals Goldschmidt at first you know Hader in center Uh, Wong at second I just think they have a little bit more to offer in the series and I just think they get it done Uh,
0: yeah I'm rocking with Padres but I think it's a good series I think it will be a good series (laughs) Um, then on the bottom side of it we have number three seed the Cubs against uh, surprise the Marlins! Surprise, who I had surprise! Winning only 20 games this year, so less than 20. You said less I wouldn't be surprised 20. in less than 20. Hey, you, but I mean, shoot, you weren't
4: the only one who said that. Yeah, I know.
2: You're right. No, they are the absolute surprise of, yeah. of yeah. baseball this year. I the young squad getting it love done. That. Who do yeah. you
4: have? I'll go. Yeah, I'll start. Um, I got Cubs. Uh, Cubs overall are just a better team. They have a deep pitching staff. Um, at the top, Hendricks is a really fucking good pitcher. Um, he's throwing you know, upper 80s and still getting guys out almost through uh, no hitter game one of the entire season. Right. I really like them a lot. I love Wrigley magic. Go Cubs.
5: Yeah. Okay. I'm going to take the Cubs also. I think the Marlins are super scrappy. I just don't think that scrappiness is, is as consistent as talent.
4: Yeah. They're, they're the money ball team of the A's a couple yeah, years ago. Exactly. And when
5: exactly. it gets to the
4: postseason. Yeah, uh, they're super
5: scrappy. They put a couple wins together with Stealing home, you know, just like some, some sack buns. Yeah. It's yeah. just like, mm. I, I like the, the experience and the pitching. I yeah. like the experience and pitching.
1: Okay. Get it done. Yeah.
0: All right. Um, I'll also like the Cubs. I mean, sure. I'll the Cubs. Yeah. I think, just like you guys said, you guys touched on it. Um, not really an interesting series to me. <laughs> um, the last one in the NL, we have the number two seed, the Braves. And the Cincinnati Reds. This is a very, very interesting series to me. Yeah, um, the Reds kind of snuck in at the end. They had a really good offseason. Um, some really good star power, you know. And they have the possibly the NL Cy Young and, and cocksucker uh, Trevor Bauer. And then they have a lineup with Votto led by Votto. You hate up, Trevor Bauer. I hate him. You hate, him. hate Trevor Bauer. I don't get to get in like <laughs> The fucking the voice of MLB apparently because he says so. <laughs> yeah. Fucking piece of shit. That's,
5: that's all I needed to hear though. Is led by Votto. Votto's, yeah. Votto's kind of yeah. you know on the yeah. backside of his career, and I just think the Braves take it. They got too much young talent. They've Mancunha. been in yeah. They've been in the playoffs already with those young guys. And Freddie Freeman. Might Freeman be is gonna MVP. yeah. Freeman is gonna Going unload on. in the playoffs. Yeah. He's gonna drive in some runs. I think Braves have this. I, know. I mean and.
4: Jake's team, friend of the Jake podcast. Yeah, yeah, Jake, Jake Well, Yeah, I'm going to disagree. Oh. <laughs> taking the Reds. I'm taking the Reds. I think uh I'm flipped on what how you think that their young power will help them. I think their young power won't. I think I
0: actually agree with you.
4: I think I, the Reds I, yeah, win. I think I think so. uh, Reds are a scary team. If I'm a Dodger, I am a Dodger fan. Uh, I was happy they got the 7 and not the 8 because I really don't want to play them in the first round, especially in three games. I think they're dangerous and I think the Braves are they're not they're good. I just don't know if they're going to really take over. The Reds are know? my
0: NL White Sox. So I think both of them.
4: Yeah, I think that's, a good, com- yeah, com- that's it's yeah, a good comp.
0: That's a really good comp. Yeah. So I think I, I, I actually really Castellanos
4: is hitting bombs. Votto like at
0: first.
5: A lot. I like the Braves a lot. but Braves have
4: a good team. I just don't know how, you yeah. know.
5: I just, I just keep having flashbacks team. of Bueller throwing 98 at Acuna's throat and him taking him 421 feet over left center That was legit. <laughs> and the Dodgers win the series again. It's just, it just doesn't matter. But there's star power there. There's there's sure. tons of offense. Sure. Same you with know. the Reds, though.
0: Yeah. 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 Suarez is a dude. B? Suarez the J- yeah. B. Jake
2: Webb's team.
4: Braves. Braves on Braves. Braves, on oh, Braves, Reds, Braves. On Reds on Reds. All, All
0: right. right. So let's go to the same question. Uh, National League Championship. Um, who do you guys got? And who's the World Series?
2: I got uh, I got Dodgers. Um, I got Dodgers playing the Braves. Okay, one two. I got, I got Dodgers Chalk. Braves one versus two. Yeah, uh, I think the two teams that roll through the playoffs, and then when they get to each other, it doesn't matter. Dodgers. Dodgers roll it's through. It's a lock. Okay.
5: I'm gonna actually take uh, Dodgers Braves. Same thing. Yep, Dodgers Braves. Okay. So same yep. exact. Thing. I think that the Cubs. I think that the Cubs have a serious chance of beating the Braves. Um, but i think uh i think the dodgers are gonna beat the braves
4: cool no surprise here i got the dodgers i got the dodgers uh cubs wow yeah i think i think cubs reds will be a very good series i think the cubs experience in the playoffs will beat them in that game in that series but ultimately the dodgers run through the cubs as always and they go to the world series
5: yeah that's not the dodgers kryptonite the
4: the cubs are not yeah, no, they're they're not.
5: Not the Dodgers are just going to have to get through the Cardinals if they get there. I'm going to go.
4: He's not going to the Dodgers. Here we go. He's not going to go the Dodgers. You're going off I the rocker. I know what it is. I know what it is. Going
5: oh. San Diego. I'm going Padres, Bengals, <laughs> Padres, Bengals, <laughs> <laughs> Padres,
0: <laughs> Reds. Joe Burrows,
2: four. Wow. four. <laughs> Padres Reds. Still a Cincinnati team. Yeah, <laughs> that's a that would be a fun series. Padres
0: Reds with the Padres going to the World Series. Wow. Matt, how 2020 is Padres-Rays World Series? Like, oh, that that's the most 2020 match of my life. The most, the most, like the most Asterisk. That's all 2020, dude.
4: That's what I'm going that's with. That's so it. outrageous. That's so,
5: so outrageous. many asterisks. But are you guys surprised at this point? Like,
2: no. Would you guys really be surprised? No. If no. the Padres were in it, not no. surprised at all.
5: And, and then then the Rays win. win. Yeah. Rays got to zero
2: Yeah. In his last
5: two fights.
0: All right. So um, that's our postseason baseball segment. Um. Anything, you guys? Else, you guys want to throw in about this crazy baseball season that we just win? Pick or? a winner. Dodgers. Oh, Dodgers win the World Series. Dodgers yeah. win the World
4: Series.
1: Play?
0: White Sox. All right. <laughs> I gotta stick with my team. Uh, Dodgers. I'm gonna go raise. Wow. Raise the they've All right. Good. Um. All right. So that's our playoff prediction. You know, hopefully we're on point like we were for the regular season. Um. We'll check back and we'll kind of tune in with that. Well, that happens. Yeah. Um. So that's TV Podcast. You know, special thanks to Johnny Munoz for uh, joining us today and giving us some insight on in how the UFC COVID world works. Uh, man, that was fun. We're going to be room for him. we got to go to Vegas and watch a fight. If he fights in December, oh, right? Absolutely. Let's go to Vegas. because yeah. Regardless, yeah. Or Abu Dhabi. Let's just fly to Abu Dhabi. <laughs> I'll fly anywhere. <laughs> that's
5: it. Abu Dhabi. Um,
0: so follow us on um, Instagram. We'll get YouTube rolling soon. we got a Twitter page. we still got merch. Um, this is a special bonus episode for you guys. We have two coming out this week. So uh, thanks again for listening. Um, We appreciate all our fans. We appreciate the feedback. And stay with it.